Hello listener and welcome to a brand new episode of the Keeping Up Appearances podcast, full of opinion, debate and football trivia with a hint of nostalgia. I'm Callum Murray and here with me is... Sean O'Hara, Bob Gall and Michael Tosh. They say not to judge a book by its cover, but we might judge a player by their appearance. Let's get into it. We were lucky enough this week to be able to meet up for the first time in a very long time actually. So we were able to get an in-person recording done. This means the audio might not be as good as always, but it's a really good episode. Enjoy. We are doing a live episode this week, so you might have to bear with us. We are back with our usual squad. And we are looking forward to seeing how this one goes. I will hand over to Sean to start with any given Saturday. See if we can beat him again this week. Right, so our game this week takes place... Ooh, you're looking there. Keep your eyes away. Cheating. That's why you thought it was possible. impossible for us to cheat I know. I'll keep, I'll keep it this way. Everyone, uh, disclaimer, Tosh wants me to let you know that it was actually any given Sunday last week. And he was right. Gary Cale's overhead was on Easter Sunday, so... We'll give him a bit more credit there because we know we know, we know he craves it so much. <laughs> so our games this week take place on or took place on the twenty first of February, twenty fifteen, and our Ooh. first game is Swansea two, United one. Three goal scorers. Off you go. Which did one of the Swansea scorers have long hair? Yes. Was it Mitchell? No. Was it? Did, um, did Sam Allardyce famously laugh at him for diving? No. Was it Dan? Did one of them play for Everton until he was acrimoniously asked, asked to leave? No. Did one of the Swansea scorers... Well, in fact, has he been named on a million five? Yes. Was it a celebration? Yeah. Is it Gomez? It is, yeah. Lafferty Gomez got the winner, in fact. So we've got a Swansea scorer and a United scorer. Uh, did the other Swansea scorer come through come through the youth academy at Crystal Palace? No. Was he a Swansea product? No. So it wasn't Lee Joe? <clears throat> no. I thought you meant Wayne Routledge. Yeah, that's who it was. Oh, was the first one was. No. Did the other one have a... I can't remember who else he played for. Was it someone Dyer? Nathan Dyer. Yeah. No. Did he play? Did he go to Leicester then? Yeah. yeah. He's on a lot of money when he won the league. Did he get arrested was for he? robbing a toilet seat? Could <laughs> 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 <I'm laughs> be libelous. No, really, don't take a time. Show that's on his Wikipedia. Yeah, but Mike alone. Uh, oh, no, I don't know, Bob. That is libelous. It's on his Wikipedia page. Honestly. How do you know that? It's slander to be said. It is. It's libelous. It's rude, isn't it? To be done for slander at the best. Is the other Swansea player Spanish? No. Was he a striker? No. Not that I remember. English? No. British? No. European? No. Was he Colombian? Is it Montero? You didn't even let me answer. No. No to both. So he wasn't European now? No. Was he African? No. South America? Nope. <laughs> oh, is it Ki Sung Young? It is, yeah. Oh, good shout, Bob. Good answer. Great shout. I'm just going to play it, am I like them? 
Yeah. The Man United player, South American. No. Who's the manager Man United? Then Van Gaal. Would it be that's what you need to add to any given Saturday. Was he, does he, that's a good shout, that, yeah. Does he regularly score against Devon? No. <clears throat> so it's not Paul Sharner. <laughs> <laughs> Was he English? No. The only reason I paused is because I wasn't really listening. To sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, was thinking, well, I was trying to read into that thing. No, no, no. I, just, I zoned out. Sorry, Tosh. Is he still playing now? Not that I know of. He okay. might be, but he's definitely not in the Premier League. Okay. Is it Juan Massa? No. Baller. He is still playing. Oh. Is it Nani? No. Did he play for another Premier League club? No. Was he a Van Gaal sign, if you can remember? As if I know that. I haven't got a clue. Does he, would you remember him playing under in for that Sir Alex Ferguson? Is what, what oh, say? no. Not, not that I know of. Was he on loan there? Did he have, like, play for Atletico and a few of the big teams? I don't know, because he would have, I was going to say Falcao, but he played for Chelsea, didn't he? <sighs> when did Ferguson leave? 2014? 13. Oh, no, yes, he didn't play under Alex Ferguson. <clears throat> Striker? Nope. Did he play for Everton? No. Midfielder? Is he Belgian? He's a midfielder, but he's not Belgian. Ooh, Bastian Schweinsteiger. No. Oh, good shout, shot. Very good shout. He's European? Yeah. French? No. Should be able to tell us the country of this place. I can if you want. What the hell would we get the answer straight away from that? Uh, I reckon so. Go on then. Tell us it. Spanish. Oh. oh, and the Herrera. Correct. <laughs> Trouble. That's a very good answer. <clears throat> I also say he's not French and he's still done for Pogba. Well, see if I tag you from the Basque region rather than being yeah, Spanish that's though. True. So you're probably offended, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I've got. What about Wicker is? Yeah. We asked him. Oh, yeah. We yeah. obviously have yeah. five people from there. Ah, that's it. Alonso. It's two. Everybody's ever played for Athletic Club Bilbao. Athletic Club Bilbao, I should say. Oh, you've offended them. I've offended them. But I get to. <laughs> 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 no, no, not Forest. <laughs> <laughs> right, your next game then. I know I'm probably going to get shelter that, but it was the best game I could find from this weekend. It's Aston Villa again. It's Aston Villa 1, Stoke 2. So I've had quite a few different teams this week, which was the plan, obviously, other than Villa. <laughs> Three scorers. <coughs> 15. And you can have a bonus point if you name the player that got sent off. Did he mangle Aaron Ramsey's leg? To quote last week, he <laughs> didn't mangle him. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't score all of them. No. Is the Villa player now a breakup presenter? No. Is that the go to every week when it's Villa? <laughs> did he also did he play for, did he score for Stoke that day, though? That's not last week, wasn't it? Um, yeah, no. Um, was the Stoke a striker? So, two for Stoke, one of them is a striker. Was he an Everton <coughs> fan? No. Not John Walters so then, no. Carl doesn't want his sweaty boots. <coughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would take him, to be fair. Uh, I've actually got a Stoke shirt with him on the back. Why? Got it off of eBay. <laughs> Villa wants to. I've also got a ticket somewhere. Was there Villa goal scorer Belgian? No. Was he English? Yes. Was he Irish at that point, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
So there's yeah, an English an English the the only English scorer is Villa scorer. Yeah. Yeah. Is one of the Stoke scorers, Glenn Weaver. I was about to say that. I was about to say he's Irish. No. I was going to say that. He's one of the Stoke scorers from the Caribbean. He was scoring the week, wasn't he? Cameron Jones, are you thinking? No. Is it Cameron Jones? It's not going to be too late. It's neither. Ricardo would be too late for Ricardo Fuller. Did we say the stroke one was a striker? Stroke, yeah. Sounds like a hashtag. Sorry. One of the Stoke players was a striker, the other one is this. Centre half. No. Oh, you play with him, was, was the Stoke one a former United product, like young United player? No. Juve, no. Um, Do you play for United? Yeah. Well, is it then, yeah? No. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that was it. Manny, Manny, Bam, Juve, or whatever. Yeah, so he's one. Well played, Tosh. Um, so he's the striker. Did the one, did the other one have a gambling problem? I don't know. Did he play for West Ham and Tottenham? Oh, Everington? Yeah. No. Sorry, Matthew, if you listen. Is one of them had a bit of a resurgence in his career, has gone to a few clubs in Italy. I think he's now at Inter Milan. Is it Marco Arnautovic? No. <sighs> yeah. That was a good shot, though. I think we United at one point, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Nice He's, he probably was a striker though, wasn't he? Because this one he isn't a striker. Played on the, played on oh, the yeah. Stoke, didn't he? No, he's not a striker. Midfielder? Yeah. Middle of midfield or winger? So, have we just mentioned them before? Is it me, Joe? No. <laughs> Joe, I haven't shut the answer. So, I, I, I'll, 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 I'll let you know. Forget. Right. The Stoke player is a wide player. I'll say that. Oh, uh, is it Charlie Adam? No, that wasn't all that was arse. <laughs> no, the gap between us. Sorry. No, it's not Charlie Adam. <laughs> so, winger. Yeah, why? I'll say wide player. Do you play for a few other clubs in the Prem? Yeah. Do you play for Everton? No. Oh, is it Jermaine Pennant? No. Well, that was a good guess as well. To be established his nationality is English. He's not English. Again, no. I, he didn't play for England. That's all I'll tell you. I'm not sure on the Did logistics of his birth. Did he play for another international country? Yeah. Yeah. Was it on the British Isles? No. I can't think of Did he still playing? Sorry. Uh, I think he might be. Okay. Oh. He's still playing. Jadon Shaqiri. No. Again, good shot. Don't let me Is, see. Did he play for Barcelona? No. So I'm just saying if there was a mad stat, wasn't there? Where like Stoke had, had a player that had played in like the Champions League semi-final or semi-final for like years in a row, so one year like the last fifteen or something, because like Berger, Afanai Shakiri, like someone who'd represented Stoke was in the Champions League semi-final, like that Chupo moting as well. Like was was it Chupo moting? No. Right, so they're both still playing. The Villa player and the Maybe you player. Thought about the Villa one. I think Manny Tim was a bit of a clue, yeah. So the Stoke one. We've asked a lot of questions about him, but not really. Okay, the Stoke one. Please for Liverpool. Peter Crouch. The famous winger. Was he has he been an answer a goal scorer before on any given Saturday? No. Not Glenn Johnson then, no. I suppose. Stoke played for Liverpool. Did he play for Liverpool before or after Stoke? 
Yeah, the stream, the stream before. No, I think it was after. It's not your game. Wait, there, it might be before. Let me check. <laughs> My timelines are. Did Victor Moses play for Stoke? He did, yeah. Certainly did, yeah. Is it Victor Moses? Shout. Yeah, it's Victor Moses. Shout. That's a good shout. That would have been after. That would have been after. He played. It was the loan after. Liverpool on loan, then Stoke on loan. He went, didn't he? He was on. He was on the Liverpool of the year, he lost to the England and Rodgers. He was playing for Liverpool. He played in that Palace game in three or Moses. Good game. So yeah, just a just a villa player now. When we asked any questions, give us the position quickly. Okay. Um Winger. Bit of a wonder kid at the time. Didn't live up to it. Oh, this is what? It's the end of the day, same game of the day. No. Hey. You're no. Oh, did he stop being a wonder kid as soon as he left? Yeah, like, was, it, was that over? That game, yeah, that game, that was it. He burst on the scene. And no, I'd gone. say he'd already, he'd already not. He'd already failed to live up to his potential by the time he got it to Villa. Oh, oh so he's so really started. Yeah. No, I would never call him a wonder kid either. But no, he's sweet. Charles yeah. in Sonia. He, start, he started. <laughs> kebab. Um, yeah, he started. He's played for a lot of clubs, started that. A fairly big club and then failed to live up to it. Can you tell us the big club? Is that too obvious? It's not, no, because it's taken forever. It was Chelsea. Oh, uh, Scott Sinclair. Correct. Because <sighs> you've got Bob. I think Bob has, oh, no, Bob has got the ball, has he got yeah. Good show. Stop, Scott Sinclair, yeah. Scotty Sinclair. Great. Great. <coughs> I'll give you one shout each for a centre half who got sent off for Villa. Go. Ron Vlaar. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say as well. So another successful week for us in any given Saturday. Sean thought he had us, but we managed to uh, just get there. I think Tosh probably gave us a few extra points with his run for last shout. So well done to him for that. But yeah, from... I'm Bob for getting all the Yeah, I'm Bob for doing extremely well. But from one uh, Aston Villa game to another, did anyone see Aston Villa Man United yesterday? Yeah, I watched, really enjoyed it. Thought it was a, a great game. I thought Villa were actually fantastic. I was so impressed with them again. I thought how they've not ended up on the winning side. They really just ended up the winning side, I should say. Yeah, they were just chance after chance. Again, I actually did predict Man United to win them, so I was the only one to get this. I didn't get the score right, though. I had 3 1, but close enough. But yeah, just thought, yeah, Villa, the way they played, just United just two goals, sort of great, two decent goals, especially the second one. But um, yeah, Villa first half and Rue did Rue then miss chances, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought they were unlucky, Villa. Yeah, probably, to be fair, probably could have went either way. But Villa were unlucky to, yeah, on another day, they win that game. But to be fair to United, I thought they looked uh, quite good as well. That front three, that, the counter-attack they've got, I think seems to be working at the moment, doesn't it, with Garnacho? Rashford looked better, yeah. yeah. Rashford, Garnacho, and that, that Hoyland. Just need a nice house on the aisle, didn't he? Yeah. That's what it was in the release. Good to Ireland, that's what happens. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and that Hoyland seems to be fine, and 
the goal now, doesn't he? So he looks a lot better, more at presence now, doesn't he? He looks like just like that's bigger and stronger. You know, he looks like yeah. he can't leave the line better. Yeah. I thought we I mean, we mentioned Watkins last week, but I think I, I didn't mention that. So I think he misses too many chances for my liking. I think them big moments. He had one early on. Yeah, the ball got played through. Brilliant through ball. He's taken too long. To yeah, he it. just didn't hit it. Did he waits for it to come to him rather than hitting it? And I know what he, he offers a lot to the team, and I, I, he's a great in terms of like the way he puts in the pressure he puts in. He does get a lot of chances, which is a positive. But I think in them key moments, that's the sort of game where you know United get one chance at the end. United win that game. Yeah. You know, Villa, how many positions did they put themselves? Thought you know the, the midfield just did the first half. Douglas Louise and McGinn and Kamara, and I think Ramsey was in there as well. All were brilliant, just yeah. like turning around each other. So yeah, I just feel like. You just needed one of them early ones to go, and that could easily have been three, four, one. That's a Villa, mm-hmm. and that wouldn't have been a dis- and like a disservice to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Max Van Rey becoming clutch. What clutch? That's yeah, what they call clutch. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so clinging to Super Bowl. <laughs> don't please don't tell me to go. <laughs> what? I've watched it. Don't, don't mention it. Rob Black. I was, I was saying, is he becoming a very important super sub? Super sub, really. He scores big goals, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he scored most off the bench in the league this year. I think oh, it was a great header. Mm-hmm. It was a great header. Great, great, great header. Well. Great ball. And just shout out to Mainu as well. We sort of earmarked him earlier on in the season. Best best player on the pitch when he played Everton. I think we, he's great. we were the first to say it, weren't we? I, I think, think so, so, yeah. Yeah. I think so I think I think I, I, I was the I was the first. <laughs> you were the first person to call before. He's got to get a nickname for him now. He's impressive. Him, he's so good. Yeah, that goal he scored against Wolves the last minute. Yeah. Watch the joke the way he does that. Yeah, yeah it's a player. Really good. Nice. I love Bruno Fernandez. Obviously, I hate him in lots of ways. But yeah. yeah, but just as a player, I don't think he was brilliant yesterday. But I think. Yeah, I just don't think he offers so much and creates so many chances. So he's brilliant, but yeah, I think on another day, as I said, I think Villa much the better side. There, you can't you if you watch them football. It sounds stupid, but without the goals, you couldn't come away thinking that Villa win three or four times the team Man United mm-hmm. are. And there's a quality to United. I think now we said about Man United and Liverpool are the only two teams who sort of win games like that. You know, like they're under the cost, the the managers under pressure. And you know, you go to a team who are banging for don't lose at home, play rubbish United you know, play didn't play well, I didn't think, but and they just win it last minute. And I just yeah. say McTominay's got that. I think you never know, because I think if, if you watched Man United every week, you wouldn't with McTominay, you probably we probably see the highlights and see him score and go to go, you think, why is he not playing? You know, like but I think he probably doesn't offer as much, you know, like, I think he is like trying to get on the end of things and like shooting from all angles where Maybe he doesn't offer as much, but say you can't argue with his goals. His goals for Scotland as well. Yeah. Basically, took against the Euros. Have we seen that? Sean Millis has got has been on, having a trial with them. That five guys team. Have you seen that? I see. No, the first, I see. The first thing wasn't getting necked, wasn't it? I love five guys. He did, he did a menacing video in a car when he was like, "I'm just going to my first trial," and then the video came out. Hoyland fella, Bob. There's no. Uh, yeah, sorry, I know. I know his real name. No, I'm not going to call him the Hoyland guy. I think he does it. Put some respect on his name. And uh, yeah, he's got a trial for five guys who are like a YouTube. Yeah, shout out five guys. And uh, well, they said there's any free stuff big, isn't that all? <laughs> <laughs> I think, in fact, I think the video comes out today, which is pointless, it, right, pointless yeah. for listeners, but today. 
So you get to watch his trial, which should be a laugh. Yeah. Do you know what? Honestly, you haven't seen him. Have you seen the video? I sort of went past him and scored, so I, just, I didn't see him watch it probably, but I've seen him get megged first. He looks, like, he looks like he's never taken a shot before, but he makes a few little decent touches. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, he looked all right, to be fair. How old is he? Not Hoyland. He looks like it's so. It's hard to gauge, isn't it? You have to be careful here, though. It's hard to gauge how old he is, yeah. Um, I don't know. Been ravaged by old father time, and he looks like he's a. Uh, yeah. He's got help. He's got the illness. Has he, yeah? I didn't realise that. <laughs> Cut that off, please. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say after ravage. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, everyone, that was really, really united. <laughs> uh, don't put that in. Uh, Please. No, that's sad. I don't like it. Say it was kind. Can you say it? Can you want that? <laughs> uh, no, don't that Let's have a vote. <laughs> if you have Coleman, you should stay in. Don't put Kate. I'll let you have Coleman. I'll let you have Coleman regardless, Bob. So yeah, anyone, anyway, everyone, um, keep an eye out. We're um, on the Sean Miller's train. So, uh, yeah, fingers crossed his football career blossoms into something. Maybe have him as a guest one day. Maybe, that's his dream. Could sing our intro. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll move swiftly on from that and we'll head over to Maroon 5. Tosh is ready with his notepad. Tosh, do you want to introduce... Maroon 5 for this week? I do. First ever Maroon 5 done in person, so oh, see how yeah. it's going oh, the yeah. debates that History. make could be a fierce. So firstly, linking back to last week's, the winner of our Snides Maroon 5 and being Maroon to the island was Diego Simeone. Quite a narrow one, 38% of the votes, Suarez and... Who was the other one? Scott the, Brown. Scott Brown, he got a 29%, so... South Americans leading the way, as we did say. Yeah. So, Inevitable. Simeone joining Yaya Torre, Sanchez, Andy Anser, and J- Jaden. J- Jason Kuma. Jason Kuma, say his name every week. I should know by now, <laughs> shouldn't I? One of my On the island. So, this week. If it, sorry, if his name was Jaden Kuma, he'd have been an I've been right on my street. Jaden Kuma's on the island, Cal will be there. Um, myself <laughs> this week, our topic is going to be very loosely linked to Valentine's Day. So we're going to do people who only represented one club throughout their careers. So one club men. Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to be doing. So the best players or our favourite players who just played for one club. Anyone want to jump in first? My nominee this week is a man who everyone... <laughs> Sorry, we'll wait till Tosh finishes his Pringles. Sorry. A man who I think is universally liked by not only his club supporters, but also I just think football fans in general. The man I'm going for is Ledley King. So I don't want to step on Tosh's toes because I know he's also, well, he's brought a book. He's trying to one-up me, but I've actually, I don't read many football books, but one of them I have read is Ledley King's autobiography. <laughs> no, only mean good ones. <laughs> yeah, what about mine? Um, 
So yeah, and is again, I've I, I read this book just because he seems like a really likable man, but also I'm, I've always been a little bit fascinated by his career. So don't want me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and kind of, I don't know where it all went wrong for Lily King. Um, well, yeah, it, it is that tosh. So starting from, I, I'm not going to give him a big, a big uh, autobiography, but he. Famously came through Senrab FC, didn't he? Mm-hmm. In um, is that is that your ends? East London. Oh, East London. Sorry, um, which is like home to many top level footballers. Yeah, uh, do, you, do you mean the foe? Leon Knight. Leon Knight, he as well. John Terry. John Terry. Yeah. Um, Leon Knight. Mm-hmm. He used to play for Brighton. Played for Brighton, Swansea. He Swansea was Swansea legend. He was my. Um, I used to play Brighton on FIFA two thousand four, and he was an absolute bagsman. Yeah. But also J Lloyd Samuel. Famously played for Sam Rab as well. Little, yeah, little, uh, maybe he'll come on one day. The following nights were actually in, a in partnership, a striking partnership. Who? The following nights were actually a striking partnership. Yeah. Ballers. So yeah, so we started there anyway, and he was kind of hotly tipped to be like big, big player almost. When he started at Tottenham, he started in centre mid, which I think shows how good he was on the ball and like just like how talented he was. So much so that. Isn't he, is he currently the second fastest Premier League goal ever? So I was about to say first or second. I think there. Shane Long's now first, isn't he? Yeah. But Lenny King playing have signed him. playing at centre mid ends up scoring the second fastest goal in Premier League history. And then he um as I say, playing in, in that uh, kind of whole midfield role, he kind of proved he could do everything. He was quick, he could read the game well, he could tackle, he could just kind of do absolutely everything you want so much so again that he ended up moving back into centre-half for most of his career. And I'm going to link in here, saying on the fact that he can do everything. Um, for with the Thierry Henry quote, I'll paraphrase, I won't say it exactly, but Thierry Henry made the quote about like the only defender who could cleanly win the ball off him without pulling shirts and being nasty, you know what, was Ledley King. He was so clean, he was just so good at everything. He could outpace Henry and for... Thierry Henry to respect him like that again. It just he's always going to be high in my books. Like so, even when you look at like a big thing that blighted Ledley King, not his injuries, the fact that he he was playing at a time when there was also top level centre halves like Real Ferdinand, John Terry, which people always say you know, we've got this debate that always goes on: should Ledley King have played more for England? And you go, probably not. I think his injuries make people think he probably should have, but. You're looking at like John Terry, Sol Campbell, Real Ferdinand, he's probably not better than them, but there were times in England he played ahead of them, didn't he? Mm-hmm. There was one was one was it your stars not four when Ferdinand was suspended and he sort of rushed King. It was the France game, on it? He got injured, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. I think because he, he was that good, he wanted to rush him back ahead of like a lot of level the defenders. Yeah. And I think the thing is even like if you think of a player who's his injury problem is Ledley King, he's never getting taken to a tournament ever. Yeah. But Lily King always was. He, he he was taken to 2004 and 2010, I think, the World Cup, yeah. Uh, he's played in the USA game, I found out. Got injured in that game, and it was the last ever England game. Um, so I'll move on to why I think he deserves to go to the island as a one-club man is because I think we'll never really know if he should have, if he would have gone to another team or if he should have gone to another team because he was kind of taken down by injuries in his peak. His knees obviously went to the point where he was never training. He was playing. He was playing, having a week off, playing again, playing through the pain. And you think, 
we never know if if he would have gone to another team, say if he'd never got injured and he was playing 28, 29 and he was obviously coming into his peak, he could have been snapped up by any any club in the world. But we'll never know that. But the fact that he seems to love Tottenham, he still works there. I was an ambassador. He was Mourinho's number two. Was he? And he's just adored by Tottenham fans. I just think he really is a, a true club legend. Not Obviously, not... I don't know the full extent of it, not being a Spurs fan, but they seem to adore him. And I think it's so sad that he retired at 31 just before that kind of magic Pochettino era. And it would have been nice for him to come into his peak at that time and play with those players and kind of get to the Champions League and that kind of thing. Um, But as a one-club man, I think it's fitting, and I'll leave it on this, that the last Tottenham captain to lift a trophy was Ledley King. And I think, as it doesn't look like changing... Well, it might do now soon, actually. But I think that's only fitting for a, a club legend like Ledley King. So, yeah, that's my argument for getting him on the island. You sounded like you were about to cry. Yeah, I'll be honest, I didn't know where to look. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I think it's a good shout. I think he's, as you say, Sean, I, I, I remember when I went to uni, I was a good friend with a Tottenham fan. And it was that time where that, yeah, when Bale had one of his seasons where they were in contention for the title. I think it must have been 11 12. And up until January, February, they were right in the title race. And again, it coincided with like him being fit. Like they thought he wasn't training, but they were just getting him fit mm-hmm. on the Saturday. And the run that they had, they won about, must have won about 10, 11 on the bounce around about Christmas time. And again, it was just because of him. And then he seemed to got injured again. That just seemed to coincide with the demise. I think I think he was a brilliant player. The other thing I always say is about someone like him is that there used to be a programme on a Friday night with Paul Mears and Matt Rushton, the fancy football yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, they used to have to pick like the best 11 they've ever played with. And you could honestly say, if anyone had played for anyone like Tottenham or that, Ledley King was in yeah. it. You know, like, even if he played for loads of clubs, they'd just say like how brilliant he was. A bit like how I think Paul McGrath is a bit like that in life for Villa, for Villa and United and Ireland in the late 80s, early 90s. But Ledley King, anyone... Who played with him just said how unbelievable and that there's that famous top on quote that you mentioned, isn't it? He always talks about I and mean, to do that about the top and player probably puts it in fair and you don't get too many Arsenal players going off the way to say that. True. But yeah, no, I think that's a great show. Anyone straight on the island then? Well, let the public decide that. Yeah, based on this week, maybe. <laughs> the only it's, one you've heard of everyone. Yeah. Um right then. Me, I'll go next and I'll uh, mix it up slightly. So this week, I'll be honest, I wasn't, nothing came to my mind immediately. There was a couple of names, one of which I think we're going to put as the obvious one. I'll mention him now, Paolo Maldini. He was someone who came to my mind and I think Callum's, and I thought about Baresi came to my mind as well under the same token, but I thought they were a bit too similar. So I'm going to go slightly different and slightly older and I'm going to go for Billy McNeil. Um, so just to keep it short Dwight and sweet, Dwight, Dwight's dad apparently. But um, yeah, Billy McNeil, Lisbon Lion, captain of <laughs> the first British team to ever win the European Cups, the first ever British person to lift the European Cup in 1967. As I say, that team's synonymous, and it'll go down in history. There are more like Celtic, Celtic. As Sean says about Tottenham never winning a trophy, I think we can pretty much certainly say that Celtic will never win another European Cup. So that team that won it are just in, like immortal, as I said. I think the other stat that's good about them is that they all lived within, they were all born within 30 miles of the stadium, all but one were actually born within 10 miles. They won nine league championships on the spin. 
as I say, first ever European Cup winners. No, no other team had been to the final from Britain at that point. Um, and I just think, yeah, that achievement and that doing that. And uh, probably the thing that might bring him down is he's not doing it in the maybe the biggest competition. But I think back then, there probably wasn't as big a gap between Scotland and England. You know, Rangers had also been to European Cup semi-finals. Rangers would lose. Celtic would lose another final, I think, a couple of years later. I think Celt- Rangers lost the semi around that time. So it was a strong league. And I think, you know... Just a nod to the, the Lisbon Lions, really, for an unbelievable achievement. I'm going to link it to a book I'm reading, as I like to do. I'm bringing back the, the book, the book club to it, Tosh's book club to Pearson. So, connecting the continents, talking about the first 10 or 12 years of the, the European. I thought you wanted to look, then you just wanted to tell me to get out of the way of the mic. The first, the first 10 or 12 years of the European Cup. And again, around that time, there's quite a few other names of people like legends. You know, there was one I was looking at Inter Milan, Mazzola who was also another one-club legend who won two European Cups. But yeah, I'm the what? I'm a, I like Celtic. I know Bob does as well. So we haven't had much Celtic mentioned, so I'm going to go with maybe one yeah, of the biggest... Scott, le- yeah, Scott. Scott Brown last week, two weeks in a row, actually, yeah. He's up there with Scott Brown, maybe. Probably not as much of a snide. He also went on to manage Celtic. He wasn't a one-club manager, though. He managed... I think he managed Man City. But yeah... An unbelievable achievement as player, and I suppose you could have picked. There's probably a couple of other players in that team who were also one club men, but I'm going to go for the captain just for their unbelievable achievement he did. And yeah, that's my case. Anyone, any thoughts? I mean, I'm going to struggle based on the fact that I've never heard of him, but that might be me. That might be a downside on my part because I'm, yeah, I'd agree. I think if he's a football legend, he is. Then I probably should have, but. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't argue with your argument, to be fair, Tosh. Um, I think it just will go down. Like, you know, obviously, if someone like I'm very interested in football history, that sort of achievement, the Brit- like the European Cup, like the British were sort of anti it at the start and came late and haven't really made an impact. And for Celtic to do that as like someone from England at that point, the, Europe, the world champions, you know, for Celtic to then someone from Scotland with an all Scottish team, with an all Glasgow team, pretty much. Yeah. To win the European Cup, just mm-hmm. a remark. And again, that sort of achievement in itself would probably yeah, again never be done. Do you know, Tosh? Is there was there ever any interest in him? Because like I think about Ledley King, and I think no club other than Tottenham was ever going to let Ledley King not train it and then play. Yeah. So like that again. That's maybe why he stayed. Could be one argument, but. Was there any interest in, in him? So a you question know, that I actually don't, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend I do know that. But what I would I would guess, and maybe I should guess, you know, that was probably the pinnacle, wasn't it? You know, playing the Celtic. Like at that time, it probably didn't get much better. You know, there was probably no team in England who could you know, compete. There was obviously Man United and Liverpool. You know, but Liverpool weren't what they were then. United but I did win the European Cup the year later, but were relegated three, four, five years later. Now there was. At least at Celtic, he was probably guaranteed to go at the European Cup every year, whereas he wasn't in England. You know, they had lots of different winners. You know, Everton were in it a couple of years before they were in it as well. In fact, in fact, Everton, I think Everton were in it that year. Oh, no, they weren't. They weren't. That's nonsense. They were there. But yeah, as I say, I think um, yeah, it's achievements. More, I'm picking them more for the achievement rather than as a player because I was going to pick Brazy, but I haven't seen Brazy live either. I've seen more clips, so I just thought it's got a bit more of a a link that I like really. Right then, Callum, do you want to move on to yourself? Yes, I will go with someone slightly closer to home, um, but not too close. I'm going to go with Gary Neville um, from Manchester United, someone who came through the youth ranks there, 
Um, I think he was one of Fergie's fledglings. I thought it his first like youth group to make it to the to like that first team, and obviously that like historic class of '92 winning that Champions League. I think he made over 400 appearances for them. He was the first choice right back pretty much since he broke into the team, and to stay at a club the size of Man United and be the first choice right back for so long, I think is like it can't be like underestimated how big of an achievement that is. I think. Like all the like the money and power Man United would have had to sign anyone they wanted, but they wanted to keep Gary Neville and Gary Neville remained the first choice. Um there, I think is is a massive achievement. And I I seen uh, Ferdinand talking about him recently, saying it was on a uh, Filthy Fellas podcast and they were all kind of like having a go at uh, Gary Neville sort of thing that like maybe wasn't that good and Ferdinand was saying how good he was and I think he, I think he is underrated Neville just because he's not like a glamorous player but Ferdinand was saying that he knew all the time that Gary Neville would have been there covering the back post and how good he was him as a defender he just always knew where to be obviously he had that great relationship with Beckham as well down the right and yeah I think he's one of those players that goes under the radar a bit because we just probably don't think he was that good but obviously he's part of that England golden generation but probably just doesn't get the the name there when people speak about like the likes of Lampard, Gerrard and Scholes and all those kind of players but Neville was definitely a big part of that team and obviously a massive part of Manchester United for I think about 20 years um, in the first team so yeah I'm going to go with Gary Neville just for the sheer fact of the size of the club and what he managed to achieve for Man United I think he's right up there I think some of his honours Premier League I think eight eight times or nine times FA Cup four times Three times, sorry. Football League Cup, three times. Community Shield, three times. Champions League, twice. Club World Cup. He came into, he played in the quarters. Came on in the quarters, yeah. Came on in the quarters. Yeah. No, 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 I thought he had played. He came back to fitness and he came on in the quarters as well and got given the captain's armband. Yeah, massive achievement. Massively underrated as a player, I think. And... Yeah, I think to, to stay as the first choice right back for so long in such a big club, such a successful club, is um, no mean feat. Whilst other players around him are being replaced all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's the main point, isn't it? As I say, they, you, you, made, you, know, you play for United, that's one of the most successful sort of yeah. Yeah, eras or dynasties, if you like, and to be in that. And, you know, that United team probably had two or three rebuilds in the time he's there, but mm-hmm. that he was in that thing. And I even remember, I think it was just up to the 2010 World Cup, he had a real resurgence. Remember when they won away at Man City where Skull scores that head yeah, last minute. Kisses him. But Gary yeah. Neville does talk about that, about Gary Neville coming back for England because he yeah. was in that good run of form when mm-hmm. you think, because he'd had that injury when they won the European Cup. He was out for like a year or so. Mm-hmm. I sometimes wonder, he sort of like, when you listen to him and like, on when you watch like his podcast or after thing, he sort of, puts himself down. Yeah. You know, he like when you talk Yeah he is. But like in a way that people probably do and there's obviously the famous I think people Liverpool fans say like he wasn't even as good as Rob Jones. Rob Jones should have played for England but you know people will say things like that. But mm-hmm. I think the other thing I suppose is that nowadays a fullback does a lot of different things, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. he would often say like for someone like Trent Alexander Arnold, he couldn't lace his boots type thing and the things he could do going forward. But he probably offered a lot more defensive well, wise. Well, it's, it's just like relative, in it? Because Alexander Arnold have done what Neville was doing in that game twenty years ago, and it was, yeah, that's, that's what they needed to do. So, but yeah. I suppose that's where people might sort of say about him being not as great as that because of that reason. Is it where you're like you could make a compilation of Trent stuff just from this year, and you know, like there'd be a well, Gary Neville wouldn't have that. But I, I'm with you. I agree. You know, like he was 
he's a good for he's a good crosser Neville as well yeah he mm. often pulled in good good crosses yeah. I thought but yeah just the worst brother we we seen the best brother didn't we well I'm a big fan of Philip as well no, to be fair no comment no comment <laughs> great, great cricketer as well Gary Neville yeah. But, yeah. The, but the best thing about Gary Neville is the mini retirement <laughs> no I think that's <laughs> probably what probably, give, probably what gives him the longevity yeah. to stay in like, just those mini retirements yeah. I think and then Pat I really like that podcast he does them stick to football so really yeah, 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 I really like them yeah it's quite yeah. interesting yeah. quite likeable doesn't he so, yeah. nice to see a good football podcast you don't see them many yeah. about these days <laughs> <so>. <laughs> the, the only I think the main not criticism but arguments against you Callum there is that you probably could have picked quite a few yeah. At least at least two other players from that United era. That's a good well, I, suppose, point. I suppose two the two of them you'd think about one of them's a very unsavory uh character and the other one sucks as balls as toes. <laughs> <laughs> it's wide and good for them too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, fair enough, Gary Neville. But yeah, I also think uh, there's an argument for obviously ability was there, but I think what he was like in the changes and like on the training ground and Right, <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, we hear all the time, don't we? That like whoever was Man United captain or England captain, Good characters. Gary Neville was the captain. Like Beckham, Beckham was England captain purely for like publicity. Gary Neville was the captain. I mean, he was like yeah. made for Man United. But he's I mean, like, like whatever he's like behind the scenes on the training ground. Even if his ability wasn't always there, even you saw at the end of his career, he kept them on because he was too good to lose, wasn't he? Like, you, you see him I mean? saying this week about that uh, he picked the song that this is the one by the Stone Roses. You've seen all that that he changed all the song and he made a big United like tweet that like a five minute video about it. Then okay. like they made like United made like a new Stone Roses range. Like, the oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Neville's been wearing it, but it, they like they were talking about he changed that song and he come out this one. This one by Stone Roses but it's just a good little video, like four or five minutes. Though. It was good. I can't imagine Neville Neville suits that jacket. No he way. must look a bit stupid. He does dress in that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah he, he does. Look, yeah, cook and fell wherever. He started wearing like Stone Island and yeah, stuff like that, yeah. as you see him. Like, I'd imagine. I don't know what the others are. I don't know if Lady King is a Tottenham fan. Possibly like East London. Maybe not. But Neville to be a United fan and do that. Yeah. The club he supports is like. It's, it's massive, I think, isn't it? Billy McNeil as well. Like. He might have been. That's what I mean. He probably was a Celtic fan. But the Rangers fan would he? So, yeah, GNF. Enough close enough to the ground for my like. In fact, it would have been a yeah, he should have been a Berry fan, really, shouldn't he? Traitor. Yeah. Yeah. Take it up with Gina's on the pole. I might, I might, I might well do. <laughs> yeah, no, good shout there, Callum. We'll um, pass on to our fourth. So we just had a right back who played for one club. I think we've, we're going to tick one of them two boxes now. Um, Bob, who's your one club man? We've been slagged off for the past couple of days. Um, we are talking about this. A topic because it is Valentine's Day in two days, so I was gonna completely, completely ignore the actual definition of what we were doing today. One club men, as it's Valentine's Day, go for a man who I believe loves his club more than any other footballer ever has. So you're just doing a different topic, then? Yeah, I'm doing a different topic. <laughs> I'm doing a different topic, but then I'm going to briefly talk about someone who's actually on topic. So. I'm my the person I want want to talk about is a man who famously played for three clubs, and that's Seamus Coleman, who came through the youth ranks at Sligo Rovers, signed for Everton for a measly sixty grand in two thousand and nine, I believe, and had a loan spell at Blackpool. He's gone on to make three hundred and fifty appearances for Everton, 
I think. Uh, I'll have to double check that. Um, and recently he's done interviews where he's, he's mentioned that um, he's only really got two things in his life. Uh, his family first and then Everton. And I think for a man to say that having not been born in Liverpool and not grown up in Everton, I think that is a testament to how much he just genuinely loves Everton. Uh, so there was a lot of back and forth over whether whether I could nominate Seamus for the island. Um, and I think I've lost that argument, but I just I didn't want to waste the opportunity to eulogise on Seamus Coleman because he is one of the f- main footballing loves of my life. So I think, I think you can have. But if I can't have him, I'm going to... Yeah, if, if I can't have... If I can't nominate Seamus to go on the island for this topic, I'll go for... Um, one of the, well, not not quite the man he inherited his role from. I'm going to go for a couple of right backs prior to Seamus Cole and say Tony Hibbert for cult hero reasons. I know, I don't, but then when he was talking about Gary Neville, um, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, you five right backs for yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'm not, I'm technically not breaking the rule because my actual nomination is going to be Tony Hibbert. I can't remember how many appearances he made for Everton, never scored a competitive goal, but did have that one terrible screamer against AK Athens. Um, so my nomination is going to be begrudgingly Tony Hibbert. What a case. <laughs> 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 what a case, that one. Let me cut Colvin off, that's all you're going to have. Nah, I, I sort of, yeah, yeah. If we changed the rules, we could have had Colvin, I suppose, couldn't we? In terms of, we'd said, like, well, synonymous for one club. Yeah. He's pretty much a one club player, isn't he? Yeah. But he isn't. Oh, yeah, no, that's why Bob's Bob's only one, have to change. There's only one club. Him. Pretty yeah. much a one club man who's played for three clubs, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. yeah. You had Riyad Mahrez and he famously <laughs> French. Face for Algeria. It was, Af- it was an AFCON theme, not an African one. This was a love theme and yeah. I love Shane's so, Just to confirm, Bob, who are you going for? <laughs> Tony. Tony. I, do, I just wanted to. Because I've never really spoken at length about Shane's Coleman, but I had Bain, so I just thought of even it up. Should have had Bain's. How many clubs did he play for? Play for Tipe, but less than Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to change. No, no, I'll stick with. But Baines is the obvious one. Yeah, you played the double amount of clubs we're allowed. Yeah, no, Cole. I, I, Cole's great, isn't he? Yeah, yeah I just think. Yeah, I, 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 I like Bob's thinking there. He wants to get him in. He wants to show him yeah. in. That's the, that's the sort of respect no, we have for him. In conclusion, yeah, I'm going for something. But I, I think you've wasted that, Bob, because that big that speech you've just done, you could have done on a week where. Coleman was actually relevant. Well, I'll, I'll do it again. All right, fine. I'll rehearse uh, it properly and probably end up dying. Yeah. I mentioned the fact that, as I said, someone's tweet about him looking like he plays with small teasers in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Always one of the classics for me, so uh, that's what swings it for me. No, Hibbert was, it was a great servant, wasn't he? Yeah. Again, we talk about a modern day fullback, I'm not sure he'd have survived very much. So you're high Tonian as well. Yeah. Tony Hibbert? Yeah. yeah, from Bluebell. Yeah. How so, does that mean? From He's from the Bluebell estate. Oh. Same yeah. as Gerard. I'm Peter Reed. Oh, and David Nugent. And David Nugent, yeah. Oh, classics. And Joey Martin. Three, three, oh, three. He's from the Johns. 
I don't think he's a status. If, if you want to read, if you want to read, about, more about the Blue Bell Estate. Read about it in a classic book, something about the water by Calamari. In the water. What <laughs> 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 uh, this this week? Wait, it's yours. Yours. Something in the water. I don't read that one. <laughs> I've read something about the water. Yeah. That was alright. I can't just meet you there uh, this month uh, when the water comes. <laughs> when the whistle blows. The whistle blows. <laughs> Yeah, so we had our four members. We are gonna quick nod to Paolo Maldini. I mentioned him before, he's gonna be the fifth. Any quick comments on Paolo? Suave fella. Suave fella. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's just his longevity. Like, he was playing when they won the European Cups now. Yeah, his longevity is a proper family dinner. Another well, did yeah. his, did he play with his dad and his son? No. I don't think he played with that either. Oh, no, maybe his son. No, that was the question. I didn't know I was asking. I'm sure he appeared with his dad. Did he say I don't think he I, 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 His dad also managed him at the 98 World Cup as well. There's a fast for you. But yeah, no, he played one European Cup. He's still playing. He obviously played in 2007 when they beat Liverpool. Yeah. And that fixed game in 2005 in which he scored. Yeah. The half-time score should be really what to remember. That's yeah, correct. Because well, there's a bit of a fix, really. Because yeah. don't mention about it. But yeah, Paolo with a nod to Coleman and Franco Baresi. Yeah. And Baines. And Baines. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lot of one club men, so Baines. Yeah. <laughs> Baines. So yeah, mass. we'll quickly recap. I haven't written them down, so I'll have to try and remember them. So, our uh, one club men, we had Ledley King, we had Gary Neville, we had Billy McNeil, we had Tony Hibbert, and we've got Paolo Maldini as the obvious one. So, make sure you get over to X, try and get some more votes in, struggling the last few weeks. Get them in to, uh, to, to decide who gets sent to the island to, to join Jaden Kumas. Jaden Kumas, <laughs> Jason Kumas, any other Kumases who want to be there. Right, then. Some place for the Well, he is. He's on the bench when you Yeah. Is he on the island or? No. I'll just can get back and watch him. Yeah. Right then. Right, let's move on then with our keeping up appearances prep. So we need to pick our game first. Our fixtures are in this week and we've got two big Premier League games and a fairly big championship game too. So we've got Man City against Chelsea, we've got Everton versus Palace and we've got Leicester against Middlesbrough. Let's spin the wheel. And luckily for us, well, maybe not me, it's Everton against Crystal Palace. What are we thinking then about that game? Obviously, it's actually a big game for both teams. Really, it's a massive one for them. Sort of both teams down at the bottom. It's a game that Everton should be looking to win. Obviously, being at home, and I do actually fancy our chances to win. So, supposedly the core is meant to be back, which I think will be a good plus to have him back in the end. Well, if you let me finish, Bob, I think the system needs him. I don't think we've uh, missed that much as a... Yeah, the system's missed him, but obviously I'm not a big fan. Um, obviously, we've played Palace three times already this season. Have we drew... Twice. What, have we drew... Oh, yeah, played three times. Played three times. Beat them twice, drew once. Beat them twice, drew once. So, yeah, I think... They've got a very good record against Palace. Yeah, they're in... They're not in good form, are they? They're sort of spiralling to control a bit, and we... We're not playing too bad. So, yeah, I think it'll be one of them where you just need a 
an early goal, we don't get early goals enough. Yeah. Get an early goal and sort of control the game a bit and don't give them a chance to kind of get anything early. They've got their best players out still, do you think? At least I'll be out. At least I'll be out, won't he? Uh, so... They're playing tonight as of recording. We're recording on Monday night. So yeah, they play Chelsea, Chelsea. at home. Be interesting if they were to get a big beat in that. Roy Hodgson might not be managing it. Yeah, so, so that that might change, change things, might it? Been a manager bounce, but I trust us to to get three points. My game at Goodison, we will take it. Yeah, I think um, on the Yeah, might not be many more of them now. No, nope. <laughs> no. I think um, as I said, I think we've got quite a good record against Palace. I think we tend to beat them at home and we tend to draw away. We've, we've already beaten them, so. If you're a bet man, haven't beaten them twice already this season, you yeah. must be thinking Palace would do something really. So that's maybe me being negative. But I think, as Callum said, early goals, we had a spell. I think when we've been good under Daesh, I think we have got early goals. I think we've got a, the most early. Over that same period of time, we had a goal. It was if we beat someone at home. We went ahead early. We were away at, at Brentford. We were up early. I think um, we've also got a really bad record when we go down. Mm-hmm. We've got the worst, one of the worst records in the league from when we go 1-0 yeah. down. I think the only time we've recovered the point might have been Tottenham the other week. Yes. I think we've got one, one point. I think it's been a nice nine games, I think. A losing position. So it's essential. And I say, I think we had a fortunate result, really. Obviously, we played Man City, but against with Luton getting beat to Sheffield United. But you look at the fixtures of Luton, they're quite some difficult fixtures. The whereas we've yeah. got some reasonable ones. I think mm-hmm. we play... Obviously, Palace, we play West Ham, we play someone else in between, which is reasonably winnable. Oh, it's a Brighton away, which nah, we play that at some point. I think, like, a shootout of the next three games, I think we've got the the three and one to play out of the other teams around us. The results went in our favour over the league. Yeah, as well. they didn't seem to have done much recently. Yeah, so. And I don't think, as you said, I don't actually think we're playing that badly. I thought they were pretty good against no, Tottenham. No. I thought they were okay in what they needed to do against City. Like, City were in threatening. Massively until they scored. They were always going to score. Yeah, it doesn't matter how it is. But you can't. The, the City games are sort of one. You just take that, don't you? Yeah. You'd probably have taken a 2 0 defeat before and just keep the goal difference down and things like yeah. that. But yeah, it'd be interesting to say. It's a, you worry the more you build it as a must win that you put we the pressure in. Yeah. So I think it's a must not get, must not lose really. Yeah. But you do, you do need to, we need to start winning the games. Who draws it at home against teams that are in around you? Aren't, yeah. aren't any good for you. No. So, but yeah, I think I think you'd make us favourites, and hopefully they can deliver. Especially say if they're missing the Lise Palace, maybe Eze. I'm not too sure. It'd be interesting. I, I don't think his injury was as severe as mm-hmm. Lise's. Spent most of the time on the floor anyway. The cheeks. Yeah. Uh, predictions. Uh, I don't predict that. Four yeah. nil. So oh my god. <laughs> I'll go uh, a one nil. I don't. I think it'll be a close one. Beto hat trick. If it's 1 0. <laughs> no, I mean 4 0. 4 0, better actually. Better actually, 4 0, Palace. I'm going. <laughs> I'll go 2 11. I'll go 0 0. Look forward to that one. No trips into Goodison for a 0 0 draw on a Monday night. Right then, should we uh, move it on to our game? Yep, so it's time to get a number. The parameters are the same as always, 50 and 450. Let's see what number we're working with today. And it's 142. 142. Can we have current players for that then? Did we say, was it less than 100? Yeah, so yeah. less than 100 current. Sorry, less than 100, no current. Yeah. Right, now before we move on, 
We need a song of the week. Now, can I? I've got a contender, but I know Bob will probably trump me. Um, with the recent Charlie FC news, I was going to put forward uh, a boy's own Westlife. I'm open to ideas, whatever you think. Surely not. Who's that by? Um, picture of you. I thought picture of you. It's got to be. Reminds me of prom. Yeah. Three, three of the members who suffer on that are prom as a punny presence as well. Pretty green eyes for um, ah, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, um, you'll see, hopefully on Twitter, well, you'll hopefully already seen, but I am actually repping my Charlie FC top today. So, yeah, I think it's only fitting. However, I, know, I think Bob's got another option. Yeah, I was going to go for I was going to go for Father Time by Kendrick Lamar do you like that one yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's great like. um, so we could do Father Time but you know no let's go with Picture of You Picture of You by Boyzone uh, one of the best songs ever we one of the greatest bridges ever so that's a bold statement true also on the Mr Bean soundtrack ticks all the boxes yeah enjoy I can't remember how long people are having for me. You should check for us. <laughs> <laughs> you should have your last this week. In <laughs> 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 fact, I come last most weeks anyway. Well, you don't second in the league. I come last in a lot of them. Yeah, when we were in person. <laughs> first three weeks. I've actually got the first week written on the back of the book. <laughs> You can get better than third place, and then suddenly you start to record first week non record at four points. That's all I'm saying. First week on Zoom. I've got two Palace, but I'm not confident with either of them. But I'm going back to mid 2000s Palace. <laughs> My favourite time. Oh, and I've got an Evan one, but I just. I've got five of them written down and I think could all be just, but he just might be too many seasons. And I think when we sign one of them. He's probably playing at a time when oh, my God, I've, I've got my head on way off. It could be way off. Oh, it started again. Yeah. He never used to say this could be way off when we were calling on Zoom, did he? Because <laughs> <laughs> he knew. This <laughs> will be spot on. <laughs> this could be three answers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would, this one Bob picks the same as me. I know, I know he's not picking the same as me. I know nobody would. Well, I've picked, I've picked Doogie Freeman though, so... He was in my head, to be fair. He's a bit of a legend, isn't he? That's the team I'm thinking of, though. You're going Rick Alarty, are you? <laughs> Who's he? Remember, he was in that team, like someone Rick Alarty, like it's like a Finnish-looking name. Is he one of them? No, he is now. <laughs> 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 I said, who's he? Right, so time's up. We've had enough thinking time for some of us. Callum, conveniently, hasn't thought of one yet. I've got, got two. I've seen him sneak on his phone as well. Yeah, he needed the toilet halfway through, weirdly. Three times. <laughs> so, He's got the shit. <laughs> so, would anyone like to go first? If not, I'm happy to jump in. Well, you, you, no one's going to go past, so you, you could go first or last, I suppose. Yeah, I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered either. I can go. You go, go on. Go on, you go, Tosh. Um, yeah, we all struggled a bit with this. The two aren't able to use the computers anymore, especially. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a few names. I don't know to read them out. Yeah, read them out. Read them out. Me initiative. 
The last three hours on was between Nigel Martin, who I think had at least three seasons in goal for Everton. He was definitely in goal when we finished fourth. I'm pretty sure he was there the season after when we played. He would have been playing against Villarreal. So if I think three seasons... I think goals, it was five, six, wasn't it? Did he, yeah. Did he injured, yeah. Was he getting injured midway through? So I wasn't going to go him anyway. Yeah. Remembers last game. And he came in, I think, 2003. So I think he'd have played three, four a fair amount of the Champions League season and the season after. We also had Richard Rice at the time, so he might not have played in all the clubs, though. So I, it, he was in me thinking at first. And then I was between two, really, which I reckon some other people might have said. So I won't... Me two were anyway, Gareth Barry and Julian Lescott. I thought let's go briefly. And I think I'm going to opt with Julian Lescott. I think he's probably too much. I think Barry might be too less, too little. I think Lescott might be too much. I think Lescott we signed about 2006-ish. And he left about 2009-ish. Yeah, to 2009. But he also had European campaigns in that time every season probably. So what a player. He was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I can't remember him being injured as well. Like Jagger had a couple of injuries, didn't he? But yeah, I'm gonna go with Lescott. Anyone want to jump in next? I'll jump in next because I have a few names. Um, I tried to go modern, but I was gonna say, don't say all the names though. Cause... Oh, <laughs> probably because. So I'll go. I'll I'll say all the names that I know you won't have gone for. Okay. Um, have you seen the search history? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't shut <you> up. <laughs> uh, so I'll I'll go through the retro names I was thinking of. Um, so thinking of four years. Um, so a thought of uh, Thomas Grabson, who had that loan spell back, but, but he probably only played about three games and that. But I think he was probably first name on the team sheet for about three or four years. Um, yeah, it was definitely at least. Yeah. I remember when I was going, he was already signed, and I yeah. think that was his third year, the year he left, and he was playing before that, so I think yeah. it's probably a good shout. Um, but I'm not going to go for him, I'm going to go for James McFadden. Because I think he, he, he probably spent a longer time at Everton, but he was often um, in and out of the team. And he had that famous depressing return as well when we were threadbare and we got James McFadden back on a free which was very typical Everton China, but he did score a couple of belters. So I'm going for James McFadden. Remember how great he was when he first signed? He looked unbelievable, yeah. McFadden, didn't he? So he just the tail off a bit, didn't goal he? Goal challenge, ridiculous. Yeah. Did he score that? Was that the week after he'd done that goal for... I think it would have been the He's had an unbelievable goal for Scotland, yeah. didn't he? He scored a few, didn't he? He had that one famous uh, uh, against Start the France, against yeah. France from about 400 yards out. But yeah. Probably yeah, good shout. I... You've got a Palace player, haven't you? I've got, I was thinking one Palace and then I thought of a couple of Everton. The Everton ones I was thinking though were possibly European time. Like I was thinking, first of all, Morales, but I thought he might have been uh, just at the wrong, probably a bit wrong, at the wrong time playing all the European games. Delafeu was another one. I think probably maybe had a few seasons. And then my Palace one, is yours, what position does yours play? Midfielder. I sense my house named that Anderson. But I'm not too sure how long he's been here. But I'll go for an Everton player and I will go with a diamond who's researched his career at the moment and he's. <laughs> and I'm going Ross Barkley. You always go cool players, you've noticed. And he also, also goes for the names on my list. <laughs> oh, so you didn't go for Alan Stubbs. You, you, hid, you hid them behind Chris. 
So I'm going Ross Barkley. So I, th- I think he's there for a few you're seasons. You're not going with Charleston, Theo Wilcox, or your season. No, I'll go Barkley, sure. thanks. Yeah. Right, now all the Everton talk's done. I have decided to go with a Crystal Palace player because I don't, I don't like going Everton because when I get it wrong, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> so I don't mind if I'm way off on a Palace player and I may well be with this player. I don't know how long this player was there, but he was. I remember him being there late 2000s. I don't think he was there that long, maybe a handful of years. I might be wrong. He might be like a club legend. I'm honestly, I'm not a handful clue. of years? Three. And the player I'm going with, I really hope this doesn't make me look stupid. But yeah. Darren Ambrose. Yeah, <laughs> um, I remember he had a rocket, an absolute rocket score the worldy. But I don't. Well, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, I remember um, Darren Ambrose there a couple of years, might be around the same time. That's me. Shout. Who's a rocket against? Was it against he scored away at United? John East or Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> was it against he scored one against United, but I don't know if that was later on. Did he was he did he start there, Ambrose? I hope not. <laughs> I think she's there for ages. One club man, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> By which our definition of <laughs> <laughs> Time for the results. Some good guesses. Two single figure guesses out here. So Two very good guesses. In fourth position, 37 out with 179 appearances was Ross Barkley. Oh! Is that right? That's a great, that's a great guess, though, to be fair. Oh, right. Great guess, yeah. <laughs> you haven't been single figure, you've been less than, been less than single figures on Zoom, have you? I'm so happy that's happened. <laughs> so Callum is in what? fourth. I wouldn't be able to be even more than that, didn't I? No, oh, did you know? Callum in fourth. Say it again. Fourth. Third position with 18 out. So the other three guesses really good. With one, two, four appearances was Darren Ambrose, which is a very good shout to be fair. Like, we've gone Everton, we've got Ruan. Sure, it's yeah. come out with Darren Ambrose. And that's, should get fairly, bonus points. Yeah, fairly obscure. Yeah, I think that's a great shout to be fair. I wouldn't have got close to that with a Palace one. So that means me and Bob are left both in single, single figures. So the two original uh, Titans when we were on an air live recordings are back to the best, some might say. And actually both within five. Oh. oh. One was five out, one was one out. Oh. With one four seven appearances. James McFadden. Oh. With one four three, Julian Lescott. Wow, what a shot. Oh gosh. All I'm saying is I was top before I went to Zoom. You were. And also, still want the asterisk or Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When, we, still, still, still when we did the live toss, you were spot on, you remember? I was, yeah. And now you're one off. Yeah. You thrived under the pressure. Yeah, makes you think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you also were both at them as well, which probably helped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what was true. Was five out? Yeah, some guess, to be fair. So. But the main thing to remember, everyone, is that Callum did come last. <laughs> Yeah. I'm always straight back on his phone. We'll say, we'll say it for next week. Yeah. <laughs> See my pictures on it. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm talking about is Callum's performances in the live recordings. One point, two point, two point, one point, one point. In my mechanism. You just performed well on those weeks. Thank you. Thanks, Tim. 
Mine, three, five, four, three, four. What about mine? <laughs> so the ones. Looks like this, this one's been written in bad. <laughs> right, so wrapping up. Can I just do the league table? Can I take the time to apologise to Sean, the lad, the Australian lad, please? <laughs> I thought you meant to. No, he, he, he always to Sean as well for lack of a promotion. But <laughs> for anything I said, that was a bit of ignorance. Let's quickly then turn to our updated league table. So now after 26 games played, Bob is still at the top on a nice round 70 points. Tosh has snuck back into second place after Callum was humble today on 64 points. Callum's in third on 63. Sean is in last but he's reached a huge milestone on 50 points and the guests are still on 18. Well, that was another great episode of Keeping Up Appearances. Thank you for listening. It was great to be able to do it live. Um, we had a laugh there with some technical difficulties at the beginning and possibly some speaking difficulties, but we uh, we got through it in the end. A good any given Saturday where we managed to win. A fantastic Maroon 5, I think, with uh, some some playing fast and loose with, with the rules, but uh, we got there in the end. It's right, Bob. There we go. And what way to break them than mentioning Seamus Coleman and a great shout from Tosh in keeping up appearances game at the end. And you know, special mention to Bob as well, who also and oh, I guess that would have won on another week, but yeah, check out our X and please vote on the poll for Maroon 5. And we'll catch you next week.